Hey, before you start today's episode, I just wanted to jump on in and tell you about something so very exciting. I am holding my first ever summit. The Rise Above Summit is going to be on the 20th and the 21st of March and the tickets to it are free. All you have to do is register at theriseabovesummit.com. Now, I have pulled together the most phenomenal lineup for you. Honestly, it's like a who's who of the online world. So if you have an online business that you want to grow, so you're either a course creator, a membership owner, or a coach and do offer group programs, then this is definitely the summit for you. You are going to learn everything you need to know from the best experts out there in terms of growing that business. Let me just give you a little rundown of some of the speakers that we've got speaking. We've got the amazing Amy Porterfield, who's going to be sharing with us about growing her audience and basically creating a million dollar online business. We've got the phenomenal Michael Hyatt, who is a New York Times bestselling author, who's going to be talking to us about getting organized in our business. We've got Mike from the Membership Guys, who's going to be talking about using free content to sell your online membership. We've got Lucy Street from Adobe Express sharing the secret source of social media. We've got Graham Cochran, who's talking about a million dollar life giving business formula. And I do an amazing interview with him. We have Adrian Salisbury talking about three keys to maximizing your own camera presence. We have Kirsten Miller, Mary Hyatt, Joy Ann Boyce. Uh, we have Fifi Mason, Robin Kennedy. We have Kylie Lang, Melanie Moore, Jen Lena, Natalie Bullen, Liz Mosley. Like the list goes on and on and on. We honestly have the most phenomenal people. We also have various different activities that you can take part in that go from meditation to tapping to doing marketing in 10 minutes. So we've got lots of fun things and there's also competitions to get amazing swag. So go and check out theriseabovesummit.com. It will be linked in the show notes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Go and find it in my social media. Get your free ticket. And after you get your free ticket, you will be given the opportunity to upgrade to our VIP pass. And our VIP pass means that you can watch any of these sessions whenever you want. Because the one thing about putting on such an amazing summit with such a big and amazing lineup is that we can't fit them all in two days. And in order to fit them in, we're doing tracks. So you will get to pick between three different speakers of which one to watch live. And unless you've got the VIP passed, you won't be able to watch the speakers that you've missed. So do check that out as well. It's honestly going to be amazing. I am so very excited about it and I can't wait to see you there. You have got so much knowledge and so much content that you produce. Like I know, for instance, when I when I first started coaching, I would suggest something or I would talk about a process and then think I could probably just come up with like a, a form or a worksheet or something for you to use. And actually that'll make it so much easier. So then I would create it. So then when I spoke to the next person I was coaching and say, actually, you know, this could be good for you as well, I would then have the worksheet. So by the time I've done this so long and worked with so many businesses, I have created a lot of content, which you could turn into a course. So this is where most people get come from. So there are really, for me, three main considerations that you need to think about if you are going to create an online course. 
If you're sat there thinking, I love my business, I'm very good at it, and now I want to find a way that I can bring in some additional income. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, episode 284. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I will share with you business, marketing, and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello, and a really warm welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. As always, I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring, and I am very grateful to have you here listening with me today. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, if you are new to my world, The podcast now predominantly talks about marketing, strategy, tips, tools, but also with a whole host of mindset stuff. And I've done quite a few mindset type episodes recently. So I thought it was about time I did some practical stuff again. And one of the things that constantly comes up in my world, and this is probably because I'm an online business, is the fact of having a, now I'm not going to use the word passive income because FYI, there is no such thing as passive. But having a recurring income or an income that is from something that is created that can be sold over and over. Now, I'm not going to make out like this is, you know, the easy dream and you can come rich it quick overnight because that really isn't the case. However, there is definitely some real benefits to it. And one of the things that I'm talking about in terms of creating that kind of reoccurring income is an online course. Now, often when I work with people on a coaching capacity, we are focusing on their main business, but always in the background and always as a thought is, how can I create something that brings me in some regular income? And often this comes down to a course because when we're talking about, like I said, I don't agree with the word passive because it's really not passive. But when we're talking about things like memberships, you have got to show up. I am in my membership all the time and I have to show up every week and every day and do the things because it's my membership. That's what people expect when they join. I know that doesn't happen in lots of memberships, but it certainly does in mine. And that's what they're paying the good money for. They're paying for me to come in and help them and support them. So that's not normally what my clients, my coaching students want. They want a course. So I thought it'd be really good to talk to you today about what are the things that you should be thinking about if you are thinking about having an online course, or if you're at that stage in your business where you're like, do you know what, I'm killing it from a one-to-one point of view or from a one-to-group point of view, and I'm really loving what I do, but I really want to find another way I can bring in another element to my business. And normally this is the case. It's not normally the case with most people I work with that go, I want to shut down my one-to-one or in-person side, and I only want the online and, and course side, they normally want it as an add-on, which is a great thing to do because the fact of if you've got, you've, you know, not if, you have got so much knowledge and so much content that you produce. Like I know, for instance, when I, when I first started coaching, I would suggest something or I would talk about a process and then think I could probably just come up with like a a form or a worksheet or something for you to use. And actually that'll make it so much easier. So then I would create it. So then when I spoke to the next person I was coaching and say, 
actually, you know, this could be good for you as well. I would then have the worksheet. So by the time I've done this so long and worked with so many businesses, I have created a lot of content, which you could turn into a course. So this is where most people get come from. So there are really, for me, three main considerations that you need to think about if you are going to create an online course. If you're sat there thinking, I love my business, I'm very good at it, and now I want to find a way that I can bring in some additional income. So the first thing is that you should be creating content about the thing that you do, which if you are like the people that I coach, then you are already doing this. I had an example once of, I was part of another group coaching program and I am a bit of a nightmare. I can't help myself. Like, because I have all these ideas and, and you know, I like to think I'm really good at what I do and I get good results. So when I'm sat in a group situation and someone else is giving the advice, I literally have to sit on my hands and like hold my tongue because I just want to give advice and I want to give support and I want to encourage and I want to do all this amazing stuff, which I can't because it's not my my space to do it in. However, I was in a space once and this woman came to me afterwards and said, is there any chance you and I could have a, a call and, and inquired about being coached with me? This was quite a while back now. And I said, yeah, that's cool. So we get on a call and she said that the, the main coach whose group we were in had said to her, I need you to launch your whatever it is. And this coach was really kind of focused on people don't launch because they're scared. And they were so focused on that that they basically blinded themselves to everything else. So she had started a brand, brand new business. She had done something previously. She'd already had a business, but she had done something. She'd completely pivoted, completely changed and decided, I'm going to focus on this one thing now. However, she was not known for that one thing. She had no content. She had no following. She had no presence at all in that space. So basically, it's like me walking into, I don't know, designing handbags tomorrow and going, I'm going to do a course on it. Now, I might know about it. I don't, FYI. <laughs> I literally just picked something up my head. But like, you might know about it, but no one knows you know about it. So she came to me and we had a conversation and I said to her, in an ideal world, I would have you create content about this for some time, like three, six months. Like that would be amazing to to basically be showing the world, this is who I am, this is what I do, and and proving that you are good at what you do. Anyway, the coach was very adamant that she had to launch. And within a month and a half, I think it was, because it had to be by the end of the quarter, she launched and sold it to three people. Uh, which is amazing. Well done. But two of those people were on the coaching program we were on and one was a friend. And then she didn't launch it again and she pivoted again. And it's like, do you know what? If you just waited a bit of time and created some content, and I know that content creation can feel really, really long and boring and arduous, but honestly, like the first thing someone's going to do is they're going to want to see that you know what you're talking about. And if there's absolutely no evidence of that anywhere, then you're not going to give people confidence that you can teach them and help them. And also one of the things I teach, one of the things I work with, with not only the membership, but also the people I coach, is we look at how you take people from that content through the customer journey to be a customer. So again, the content isn't just there as a backup for when people find you. The content is designed to drive people 
through to your world. I have had people listen to the podcast for years and never buy anything from me to only suddenly appear like I didn't know they existed. And then they suddenly appear and go, I'd like to join your membership and I've listened to your podcast for years. And I had no idea. So as much as sometimes, and funny enough, I've had this conversation with Becky, who does the show notes and does and does social with me. She's like, you know, we've got to remember that. Like when the podcast is hard or when, because I, I'm really honest that I get a bit hung up with like the numbers and hate the charts, like the charts really get on my nerves because I am very consistent and I've been around a very long time and therefore I don't appear anywhere. And it really winds me up. Anyway, I'm going to get over that soon. But like, you know, so when I'm feeling like that, I have to remember that the podcast is a great place for people to get to know me get to hopefully like me and trust me that I know what I'm talking about. And who knows, today might be the day that you're listening to this, that you go, do you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to get in contact with you, Teresa, and I'm going to look at how I can work with you because I've listened to this podcast for a long time and now I'm ready to take action. So that's the first thing. If you want to look at this course, you do need to be creating content, which I am confident you are already creating content. The second thing you need to do, and again, I will argue the toss with anybody that says this is not true, is you need to have an audience. Now, you can't sell something if no one knows it exists. If no one knows who you are and what you do, you have to have an audience. I think it's Denise, I don't think it's Denise Duffel-Thomas. I know Denise Duffel-Thomas says this, but I'm just, hopefully remember the percentages correctly, I might get them wrong. But she says it's something between like one and 3% of her email list that only ever buys. And that's been the same when her email list was 500 people or when her email list was 500,000 people. It's still that percentage. So you need the audience. You need people to know you exist. And even when you have a very loyal, amazing, wonderful audience, they might not buy. I know that very well. Like, not everyone will buy. Of course they won't. So you do need to be building that audience. And that's where your content creation comes from. Your content creation is proving to the world you know what you're talking about, is showing up consistently going, look, here I am, but also is helping convert those people into your audience. In an ideal world, those people are going to be on your email list. So those people are going to have So for instance, in some cases, and I haven't done it for ages, actually, I've been a little bit off the ball and I need to, I am getting back into kind of kicking my own backside. But like one of the things that that I would do on the podcast is I would talk about a given subject. And then during the podcast, I would say to you, if you want to know more about this, I have created this download or this video or this whatever it is. And then I would send you to somewhere that is a lead magnet. And I would send you to somewhere where you can opt in to my email list. And for me, it's funny, I I did an interview with, oh man, her name just jumped out of my head, Sarah. It was Humane Marketing, I'm sure it was Sarah. And we talked about the word lead magnet and she didn't like it and she called it something a bit nicer because it just sounds a bit faceless and it is a little bit the name. But basically, I also call it a hand raiser. You're basically saying, okay, I really like that bit of information you gave me there. I would like to know more. So again, the content leads really lovely onto the audience. And the audience is so important. This is why I have a course called Build My List. And it's funny because that is the only online course I have. And it is an evergreen course. You can buy it now at any point and you can learn how to create 
an email list. A little plug there for my course. I'll put a link in the show notes or just go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash build my list. But it's so, so very important. Honestly, if you don't have an email list or if your list is not growing very fast or you are struggling to get people on your list, then go check out their course because honestly, it's it's awesome. But yeah, so you need to create content. You need to have the audience. And then the final thing is like, these are like your baseline, is you need to have a transformation. You need to be clear on what the problem is that your customer has and what you can fix. Sometimes people want to create courses that are content they want to share and they want to put out there without necessarily thinking about well, is this a problem that my customer's got? And is this something that they're going to need help with and they want fixing? Rather than, like I said, just thinking, oh, I'd love to do a course on this because this would be cool. Yeah, it might be cool, but are people actually wanting to buy it? Is that a problem that they're actually struggling with? So, and also the other thing is by having consistent content, by having an audience, you will start to understand what those people want and need from you what the kind of transformation is that they're looking for. So again, it's not just a case of, oh, well, you know, it's better if you have an audience. You can really understand your customers if you have that audience. And again, I've heard lots of times you don't need an email list. No, you don't have to have one, but your results are going to be significantly better if you do have one. So like I said, for me, the final one is understand that transformation, understanding what their problem is, what you can do, and how you can help them fix their problem. Now, some of the things that I find are really, really helpful and some of the things that have been more successful for me and some of the people I've coached is when the course is a live or has a live element to it. So wonderful Michelle, who is in my community and is in Executive Club, she sells a number of different courses around Facebook ads. I will link up to her in the show notes. And she's actually going to be doing a workshop soon. In fact, this is perfect time. I didn't even think about this. She's doing a workshop soon about how to get more people on your email list through ads. So basically using the knowledge that you've got for around lead magnets and then promoting those lead magnets through ads and how's the best way to do it. So I'll link up to that as well. So do go check that out. But she's doing it as a live workshop. And so the reason I mentioned her is because one of the courses that she does, she has this course called Billy Basics Ad Course, which basically takes you through the process of creating an ad with an ads expert holding your hand. And it's live and you literally build the ad and she reviews the ad and you look at the results together. And that for me, I feel like is where where the the online kind of course aspect is changing and moving a bit. Now, I appreciate that if you want a residual income and you don't want that work, you want to effectively build it once and sell it over and over, then that isn't going to be the case. But then you need to be realistic about the amount of people who are going to do the work or the amount of people who are going to complete it and the amount of transformations you're going to make. Um, Because I think I I told someone the other day, something like 12% of people who actually buy a course online finish it. It's a really, really small percentage. And again, you've got to look into why you're doing it. At the end of the day, it's not your responsibility to make someone do a course that they've bought. If they've bought the course and they know it's a complete self-study, then that's up to them to do. It's not your responsibility. However, in selling the course, one of the things that I have found for myself and other people that have been useful is the element of live, the element of accountability because basically that's probably 
one of the many reasons why people work with me. It's for the accountability. I'm doing a challenge with my executive club at the moment. And every day I'm posting into our private group, giving them something to do and keeping them accountable because they wouldn't do it if I wasn't keeping accountable. Now, it's not the fact that they can't do it. They know what to do. They're not stupid. They're smart people. These people in executive club, you know, they are working hard on their business, showing up, doing the work. But sometimes we need that accountability. I need that accountability. So that's why from a course point of view, that can be a real sales point. And having that kind of personal feedback is brilliant. But what I would suggest is if that's ultimately not what you want to do, you might want to do it for the first few to really then understand actually where are the questions, where are the transformations I'm looking at, what works, what doesn't work, and then you can help tweak the course. So build my list. I did live, I think, four or five times before it's now evergreen and anybody can buy it. So I'm confident that A, it works and B, I've answered all your questions. So there we go. There is my brief overview about having an online course and really the three foundations you have to have in my mind in order to make it as successful. Now, like I said, have there been people out there who have created a course and sold it without those things? Yeah, I'm sure there are. However, they are nowhere near or they would have been way more successful if they had actually you know, had those things in place. Okay, next week I've decided to do like a follow-on from this episode and I'm going to be talking about content and creating that content and why there's no new content and what to do if you've created a lot of content like I have and how to reuse it. So next week is all about content. Whenever I do content episodes, they always go down really well and you guys seem to like them. So hopefully you will enjoy that then. So until then, have a wonderful week and I will see you then. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful. 